0: And welcome back to Sports Talk Therapy, post-Super Bowl. This show is prime for chaos right now. We have Colin with a tech upgrade. We have Sean still in a working office coming off of what may be the most busy, like whatever the equivalent of the word bender for just being busy with like work and big life events is. That's what Sean's been on for the past few weeks.
1: That would be fair, Finn. And I'm going to Florida on Saturday and haven't even comprehended that yet. So,
0: Yeah, but we're still here. Still here to give a recap to the people. And uh, yeah, kind of <clears throat> usher us into the NFL offseason here. I know we already had one weekend without football, but still hitting home here, talking about the last game here. So are we going to jump right into the Super Bowl, or do we have any other... Pressing topics we need to just oh actually now that I'm talking about this I woke up mad this morning about that Villanova game last night still I'm not over it
2: yeah I'm not over that
1: yeah. either the the calls that got us there but honestly turned the ball over 13 times can't really control it but there was a uh, Villanova Goldman game watch let's just say I did not talk for the last five minutes of that and I just did not say a word I just walked out silent angry.
0: Yeah, inbounding has been a problem for so. And, and Sean, you, yeah, you, you summed it up too with the the turnovers and then the the missed free throws at the end or the missed free throw at the end by Daniels. But goddamn, they're so good at so many things. How are they so bad at inbounding? I
1: don't understand. It, it shouldn't be that hard. I don't understand either. But that that jump ball, calling Gillespie. Could be the worst call I have ever seen in my entire life.
0: Yeah, it's pretty bad.
1: It's like the guy's arm is is over his head from the back. That's like, I don't know, that's like Descon territory. I don't know.
0: So we see them again in the Big East tournament. Like a rematch there with UConn. All right, after the airing agreements are out here, I think we're going to move into the Super Bowl recap here. The Los Angeles Rams are Super Bowl champions. Sean McVay pulled it off. And actually, wait, what am I? I shouldn't be introducing this. Colin, the floor is yours.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Um, All right. Well, the boys got it done. Shout out, Sean. Shout out, Matt. Shout out, Aaron. Big dub for the the guys. Uh, Ended up being a great game. Um, Stafford balls out. Won this game. And then Aaron Donald took this game, won it, and I don't want to hear any crying, right? I don't want to hear any any people going on about the refs, right? Especially, and what you know what the funniest part of this game was is that for all the bitching about the refs, outside of the two calls that got like a ton of attention, pretty well officiated game, honestly. Like for the most part, I I was pretty fine with with most of with most of the with most officiating. Of the you know, like they let him play for most of the game. Um, But, yeah, Stafford showing up the haters, coming out, getting it done. Cooper Cup, Sean, he's the man. Aaron Donald showing he's one of the greatest defensive players to ever play the game. Uh, And Sean McVay really coming, which, dude, if, if we had ended this game and the Rams had lost, like, the difference in this game on Sean McVay as a coach between a win and a loss I think is so huge because if they had lost this game, and Sean McVay had ran the ball how that many times with the run being as bad as it was, he would have gotten crucified, like absolutely crucified. But now he's, like, one of the best coaches. There's, now he's had one of the best beginnings to a coaching career ever. Like, he's been a winning coach every year. He's won a Super Bowl. He's been in a couple. Like, it's just, like, it's odd. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy that the play calling in that game – the run, the run play calling and the run was so, so, so bad. But the Rams got it done, man. Good for the Rams. I'm, I'm happy for Stafford, happy for the boys.
1: Yeah, and Colin, you mentioned that running game. Have we ever seen a team in any sport be incompetent in one part of the game and then still like come out the champion? Dude. That could be the worst running performance I've ever seen in my entire life.
2: It was one of the worst running performances with the football like ever in any game, I think, even including games where teams got blown out. Like, yeah, it was un- unbelievably bad. There's
0: there's a stat that is uh, commonly used in the, the analytics community known as EPA, or expected points added. Uh, in the Rams' first 18 carries of this game, they had negative 10.1 EPA, that is off the charts terrible. Like it's it has to be one of the worst <laughs> figures in the history of NFL of the NFL in any game, let alone the Super Bowl. And uh, Colin, you're absolutely right about the the narrative about Sean McVay would have changed drastically had they ended up losing this game, which they very nearly did. The Bengals put up a great fight, um, definitely some good help there on the, the T Higgins play where T Higgins definitely had grabbed a hold of Ramsey's face mask, but they ended up letting it slide for that 75 yard touchdown. But yeah, the, the first half of this game, I think most of us and uh, for anybody who's listening out there, we did all watch this game together in Sean's apartment. Thank you, Sean, for hosting again. Um,
1: was, that la- was that last week?
0: No, two weeks ago.
1: Sorry. It's been, been different. <laughs>
0: that it has. But uh the first half, there really wasn't a lot of pass rush coming out of the Rams, which was surprising. Obviously the narrative going into the game being the Bengals offensive line struggles over the past few weeks. But then the second half, Aaron Donald and everybody else there turned it up. I know we had a we invented a prop bet on this show of over under one and a half sacks on Hakeem Adeniji. Uh, he gave up three. So that ended up being a Massive part in how this game turned out.
1: Yeah, definitely was. The uh, pass rush got to them eventually. And uh, I don't know. Just yes, did the Rams win this game? Stafford played really well. The Defense stepped up in the need to, But the Bengals are close. And they're such a young team. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do going forward.
0: It's a weird thing, right? They just went to the Super Bowl, won the AFC, beat the Chiefs twice but I still like don't really trust them to get back. Maybe it's just my internal bias against the Bengals they their struggles for so long, but do you guys think that they're going to be a perennial contender in the AFC, or if this was just kind of a, a flash-in-the-pan thing?
2: I think they need a lot. I think they are not nearly as good of a team as they presented themselves to be. Like, I think they need a significant amount. To uh, uh, I like, I think they need a lot of guys and a lot of good guys to be in a Where specifically? Of, like, the Bills. I mean everywhere, but offensive line. I mean I think they're going to need to bring a lot of guys back on defense and also, um, and also get, get some new guys in. Like they just weren't that good, in my opinion. They they like they were obviously they had a great season, right? But they were never dominant the way the Bills or the Chiefs were dominant really, this year. Like, they just weren't. They were. They, they had a great year, and they had a great run, but it's – I think a lot of it is because Chase and Burrow were so good. It, it, it kind of like shows – or it covers up the fact that they really didn't have a lot of great performances, and they – a lot of guys – a lot of teams that they played had some tough games, like the Titans and – Chiefs and all these whatever which like obviously I'm not going to take away I don't want to take away credit from the Bengals they play great and part of that is them like right like it's not just oh everyone they play at a bad game but they're not as good as a lot of the team, teams that are around them and I, I don't know I think they're going to need some more to be in that level but it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see because it is really hard to get to a Super Bowl and, I was, and you think about it you're like oh of course Burrow will get back you know like of course he will like what Why wouldn't he? But, like, I mean, plenty of guys get there. Or there's plenty of – there's a good amount of guys who have gotten there in their second year and not gotten back. So hopefully he does get one at some point.
0: I I agree with parts of what you said there. They definitely need to add – A lot of pieces this offseason offensive line being the main focus but also shoring up the defense but i kind of keep going back to the fact that they beat the chiefs twice both times coming back from pretty significant deficits and i know that's only one team but they've been the class of the afc for the past few years i'm not saying this is a team that's going to be you know afc championship four years in a row like the chiefs or anything like that but i think they've uh Definitely set themselves up to be contenders in the AFC for quite a while, specifically with Joe Burrow being such a young quarterback and being as good as he is in his second season. And then also on the other side, I feel like um, I was running through the the prop bet sheet quickly before this. I forgot that T. Higgins had the most receiving yards in this game. Like They have two, not just to Mark Chase, dynamic wide receivers. Uh, defense, they have some quality players there as well. Jesse Bates, Logan Wilson, the linebacker is great. DJ Reader, the defensive tackle, very underrated player, two great edge rushers, and Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson. Like, the pieces are there. They're all young. It's just getting in those guys to fill the gaps to really take that next step to being like, okay, you had one good season, then becoming a perennial contender. I also just, I don't really know what Zach Taylor does. (laughs) Like, is that just my bias of him not being a very outspoken guy? But, I haven't heard anybody really pound the table for Zach Taylor.
2: I mean, yeah, I mean, he has been, he has done a nice job with, with the team for sure. Considering so where they were and where he, what, like, they've, they, their offense has been pretty good with some pretty, like, he's done a good job maximizing what they've got, bringing what Burrow's comfortable with, and creating a pro offense with it. But, um, yeah, it's I mean it's gonna be interesting to see what they what what they do. it's going to be interesting to see I'm gonna be interested to see once bros, like if they can get back while he's still on the rookie contract, or if they're gonna to have to build around him when he's gonna get paid a lot of money. So I'm interested to see how this all works out for them. Yeah. I'm trying to find this tweet about like ugh, God, I don't know where it is, but I'm I'm just I'm on the hunt for it.
0: Are you about so. to dunk on somebody? What are you gonna do?
2: No, it's just a funny tweet. It's just like speaking. Um, of, it
0: is, yeah. Sorry, speaking of funny tweets, we've mentioned this multiple times on this show, but I was—I <laughs> think I saw it on the, uh, the the next day where somebody posted the infamous draft meme: draft Panay Sewell versus Jamar Chase, and they put the <laughs> the footage <Yeah>. from. <laughs> The last play of the game where Chase broke open just as Burrow was getting set. It, it would have been a crazy throw. I, I don't the think he would meme. have made it no matter what. But the meme, the meme came true. <laughs> so Obviously, I, I don't think anybody still thinks that that was evidence that they should have drafted Panay Sewell. They're insane if they do. But seeing the meme come to life on like the final non-kneel-down play of the season was absolutely hysterical. I loved it
2: oh dude yeah that was that was hysterical i was so happy for that
1: also uh apologies for the intermittent munching i'm still eating dinner here but uh
0: what's for dinner what do got
1: so i got sweet green because green, i didn't have time to work out today and it just tastes good um but i had my 25 dollars spend so we had a 2444 salad, sweet cream. You might wow. Ask, what on earth could you put in a salad to make it that expensive? We did kale, double blackened chicken, double blue cheese, double feta cheese, double tomatoes, double cucumbers, single carrots, single apples, uh, cucumbers, hot sauce, lime, and pesto. Oh, and warm
2: rice. There's
1: a lot going on
2: wild in there. I to call a salad. <laughs>
0: Hot sauce and apples. <laughs> what? Hot
1: sauce and pesto were well together. I added wine juice this time. I
0: like it. Yeah. Wow. I'm not... I mean, I understand trying to spend all the the money they're giving you, but... Also, why Why single carrots? Double tomatoes. Like, you're just... You're picking and choosing here which one's get double gasoline? and which one's get single.
1: Exactly, because the carrots are shredded, so they always give you a lot. Like, uh, I don't want double apple. I don't want three apples in my thing. You want triple hot sauce. Single hot sauce. Double blue cheese, double feta cheese. Because you can't do quadruple cheese.
0: You can't do... They won't let you do quadruple cheese.
1: I do not believe so on the website. Wow. The poor man making the salad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, Is it, like, still the same size as a normal like in the same size as like a normal salad container from there or do they have to get like a larger one to
1: contain it it's in the same container but it's kind of bulging out and okay in the bag and it was like half spilled yeah um, but yeah it's uh it's a beast and uh very good highly recommend my extremely bizarre sweet cream.
0: excellent a couple other yeah. okay go ahead
2: no, oh, sorry, I just I didn't find d two, but I found a tweet. You know, the last sixteen quarterbacks that have lost in their Super Bowl debut have not made it back.
0: Wow. That's a devastating stat right there.
2: Dude, isn't that crazy? Well it's just like like it's crazy like Dan Marino just never made it back. And he's like one of the best quarterbacks. Yeah. He's Hall of Famer. Alright, so yeah, this was I found the tweet, I found the tweet. It's like, uh Wait, I, I also can't. This is also just gonna be like, oh, so it's fake. So but it's like Dan Marino. I thought it was fake, but then I thought it was real. But then I thought, it's fake. But. Snip, snap, snip, snap. Tinny. Exactly. But it's like Dan, it's Like it's like a fake tweet. It's like Dan Marino. said, "Don't be discouraged, Joe Burrow. I also came out short in the Super Bowl myself. Oh yeah. You'll have the rest of your career to make it back." And then Jim Kelly. Exactly, Joe. I also lost my first Super Bowl, but the next year we made it again. We lost that one too, but we made it again the very next season. We also lost that one, but then a season later we were there again. Actually, how do I delete this? So, Maybe Super Bowl hard, man. But I think, yeah, hopefully, Bro gets back. I think he will. But it's uh it's, it's going to be a grind. The Bengals are going to have to work. They're going to have to develop. They're going to have to get. They're going to do some things different. I think. But they, they had a great season, and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are fucking sick. Also, is Stafford's no-looker one of the best Super Bowl plays of all time? Yes. Dude, like, the angle on that from down the field is one of, like, the stupidest things I've ever seen in my life. It is. Yeah, I, it, it's – that was, like, I wa—I didn't realize in real time how freaking ridiculous that throw was. Because I was just like, oh, he hit it, tight window, nice throw. I didn't realize he was like the sole reason why he was. Not only did he. Like, only him. It wasn't like. If if he didn't direct the corner with his eyes and then throw the ball across his body without looking and hit Cooper Cup directly in his hands and stride, like, that play doesn't. Like, it just does. Like, it all. It was unbelievable. That it was just unbelievable. I don't know how you can physically do that. Like it doesn't make sense to me. But I think the that was hard. like what – I think if if Stafford can get back, or if he can have a few more, if he can have a few more great, like a couple of great seasons, if he can get back to another Super Bowl, if if he ever does, if he's ever in Hall of Fame consideration, that play will be one of like the things people bring up. Like that was just like that's a career defining moment in my opinion. That was amazing.
1: I think Colin, like the biggest, like the best part about that in my mind was you didn't even know in real time that was a pass. Like was no look like pass. Mahomes. Oh, you had no after. idea. Like we didn't figure out that was a no look pass until I think I don't think the next day to be honest. That's
2: absolutely crazy.
0: Yep. Yeah, a quick couple other notes wrapping up the Super Bowl here. Um, Odo Beckham Jr having a great game, scored the first touchdown, made another big play. He unfortunately tore his ACL in this game. Another long road to recovery, but uh, still congratulations to him getting a Super Bowl ring, and uh, he said a kid, I think, today or yesterday, too, as well. So big moments there for OBJ. Good for him. Uh, the M- Super Bowl MVP voting process is really weird. Um, when I read this, I thought... That this would be something that baseball would do, but uh, football is doing it as well. Where uh, apparently voting for Super Bowl MVP, Super Bowl MVP, closes before the two minute warning, so they voted for Cooper Cup, who is deserving in a way of Super Bowl MVP. But I'm pretty sure if they let that play out, that Aaron Donald would have won it. Um, why do we think they do this?
1: Um, they gotta print the name of the trophy.
0: No, I have no idea. <laughs> so when I first read, I it, it just reminded me of all the like ridiculous stories you hear about the uh, like baseball writers and stuff like that. I do know. It just reminded me of like Hall of Fame voting for some reason. How like uptight some of those guys get. Um, so there was that, and then uh, one other cool note here was that Van Jefferson. Um, his wife was in labor. He found out right after the game ended, went to the hospital, and they named the kid Champ. That's fantastic.
2: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: All right, do we have any other notes here from the final game of the 2021 season? Crazy.
1: I feel like we have to mention commercials just the Super Bowl. Oh yeah! Honestly, oh, of course. Yeah, good call. I, I honestly do not remember, as a lot has been through my head at that time. But uh, <laughs> if I jog my memory a little bit, I could talk about it.
0: Um, I remember.
2: I remember
1: the Sopranos once. I was driving back just now yes. with uh, my friend Megan from Villanova, and we saw the sign that she was talking about, so the Sopranos. I'm like, I've not seen the Sopranos. I've seen the commercial, so I do know what we're talking about.
0: So I remember the Coinbase one where they just had the QR code going across the screen. That would have been livid if the, the QR code didn't bounce perfectly right in the corner. But thankfully it did right at the end. Um it
1: did. apparently I got twenty million hits or something. Wow. Yeah, people uh, people are gullible. not gullible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I know what you were going for, but
1: whatever word I'm trying yes. to go for, it's just it's been a long day and I'm currently trying to do a Treating continuum chart while well, talking about commercials.
0: Attitude. Attitude. Um, I'm scrolling through these right now. Like none of these stuck out to me as like great Super Bowl commercials. They're not even that they had to be great, but like memorable. Sopranos one was my favorite. That's just because we finished the show at school.
2: Yeah, that was a good
0: one. I'm got nothing in that one. Girl. I'm trying to find like one more to talk about right here, but I'm striking out. There we go. What is it? What does New York Post like, the best ones are? There's the one. one. I got nothing. You guys got anything? Not really. Honestly. <laughs> Right, that's Super Bowl commercials.
1: Yeah, there's got to be something, but uh, that's why I brought it up part, part, part partially. Is I do not recall any, like, usually there's something, like, whether it's a, whether it's a puppy monkey baby or
0: uh, oh, yeah,
1: something of that sort, even if it's ridiculous, something horrible. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, remember, uh, Coinbase,
0: yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Officially draft season now. That's what the focus of this show and free agency will turn to. Maybe baseball. If baseball ever starts up again, who is to say? (laughs) Bulletin board material?
1: Um, It could be. I, I can hop in. Not really. I guess it's sort of bulletin board material, but it was like verbal bulletin board material. So I had a call with oh. today with a guy, Finn, today.
0: Okay. Oh.
1: We had a 10-minute conversation about the Browns Steelers game last year. Oh. Love it. I was <laughs> right, like, this is electric.
0: <laughs> Wait, what specifically came up here? Because, I mean, there's, there's just so much to touch on. And just like 10 minutes isn't enough time to talk about
1: that game. Um, he brought a beer from Cleveland and asked him if he was a Browns fan, and then he said yes, absolutely, with a huge smile on his face. And then I talked about being in an Alabama hotel on the Zoom with Colin asleep after drinking two giant beers and having a meat loaded like nacho fest. And then you thinking somehow the Browns are gonna lose and they're up thirty five nothing in the second quarter.
0: I have been scarred. Okay. <laughs> I've been hurt too many times. He
1: he agreed. He said yep. that he was on edge the entire game, like until the last second like, to off clock. He did not believe
0: it. Mm hmm. He knows. He knows. That's awesome.
1: So you have backup. And I, he was very surprised to talk fluently about the rounds. I'm like, I'm well versed in the ineptitude of the from rounds. Oh, yes. I hear about it
0: every week. Oh, yes. Love it. I have a couple here. First one's gonna go to um, DJ Khaled. He did the halftime performance at the NBA All Star Game. And of course, he's known for you know saying his catchphrases, you know, "We the best," DJ Khaled, among many others. But apparently, he took some time out of his set to you know show all the haters what's up, and he said, "They told me I'm never going to perform at the NBA All Star Game." I, who told him that? <laughs> it's a very specific insult to lay to a performer. Like you, you, can imagine people saying like, "Oh, you won't make it. You know, you won't perform in an arena. You won't, you know, sell a platinum album." No, somebody apparently told him, "You're never going to perform in an NBA All Star Game, DJ Khaled," and that is what motivated him to be the man that he is today. So um, he took that bulletin board material and just ran with it. So that's great. Um, I'm just realizing now all three of mine here are related to NBA All-Star Weekend, which is fun.
1: I, I didn't even realize that was Saturday until like after it was
0: over. Yeah, I, I didn't watch anything live. I watched some of the highlights. I'm really glad. I, I usually like to watch the dunk contest. I'm glad I didn't this year. It was not great. Besides Cole Anthony doing the dunk in Timbs, I know that he's obviously over six feet, but I feel like that was a shout-out to the six-foot in Timbs thing. I felt validated right there. That was great. Um, Nikola Jokic was asked if it's hard for him to play in the All-Star game, and he said, for me, it is actually. I don't know what to do. Honestly, fair point. Nobody really knows what to do there. And then third, a man who created so much bulletin board material this weekend, it's not funny. The one, the only, the king, LeBron James, Put on an absolute clinic. He did the chalk toss in the stadium. Complimented Kobe Altman so the doors not closed for him coming back to Cleveland. He complimented Sam Presti of the Oklahoma City Thunder. He complimented Les Snead. What do all those guys have in common? They either hit on draft picks or traded a bunch of draft picks for established players. Wink, wink at the Lakers front office. Um, he said something about uh, Luka John- Doncic reminding him of a younger LeBron complimenting himself. LeBron's chaos. He's fantastic. Oh yeah, he said also he's going to play his last season wherever Bronny goes. It'd be really funny if Bronny got drafted by like I don't know, the Sacramento Kings or the Indiana Pacers and you see LeBron in that uniform. That'd be great. Um, just an absolute master class in keeping the spotlight around LeBron the way it should be. It was great. Yeah, it'd
1: be really funny if like he's like how he's going out of his way to like I don't know, purposely like compliment everyone. And then he ends up on Bronny ends up in a team that LeBron like has some severe problem with someone um, <laughs> like I don't know, Knicks, maybe. <laughs> Part,
0: yeah. Uh, Part of my take nailed it. I didn't even think about it as a possibility. The funniest place for him to go would be Boston. It's not even close. It, that'd be the funniest one. Cause that is like the one city that I feel like unanimously hates LeBron like more than any other. That might be a hot take. I don't know. I'm trying to think of other ones at the top of my head.
1: Yeah, I mean, they ruined the dynasty of Miami. Yeah. Or Other way around. Yeah,
0: that's, yeah. I know know what you meant. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hmm. I personally like just somewhere completely random, like, uh, I don't know, like the Rockets or the Thunder or maybe like the Memphis Grizzlies. They're too good.
0: Orlando. That'd be pretty random. Oh, he would love that. Disney World LeBron. He won a championship there. It's meant to be.
1: Yeah, you are right, Finn. He did win a championship in Disney World.
0: Colin.
2: Sorry, what are we talking about?
0: Bullets and board. We are talking about LeBron. You can talk about LeBron too if you want, but (laughs) bullets and board
2: yeah so did you see that Josh Allen was on vacation double dating with Christian Kirk? No, I did not see that. Yes, apparently he's whining and dining Christian Kirk and his uh, girlfriend no. trying to get him to... So bye bye Cole Beasley maybe like, is that a seems like that might be a replacement type deal. This also might spell bad news for my boy Dawson Knox though so hopefully that's not the case.
0: Uh, took a yeah. while. Why is he your boy, Colin?
2: He's a stud, man. Fantasy. Well,
0: that, fantasy. Uh, you try, you tried to see, You try to lower the volume there a little bit when I mean, you said fantasy. Yeah. Okay. It's
2: not why. It's not why I, I paid this and right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um.
2: So, I I think we're gonna have to dive into the Twitter here, boys, because I think the screenshot game has been a little bit weak lately. So mm. I think we have to go. Like, we have to go into the darkness. The darkness. The darkness. That's the darkness. Like, yeah, the Twitter the is always risky. You never know what you're going to find I'm in there. Um, all right, so. So, um, there's a picture of Thanos with human skin, and he looks exactly like an NFL offensive line coach. What? What yeah.
0: What corner of the internet are you on? What what is this? And then
2: and then Mitchell Schwartz quoted it and said Whitworth in his thirty first season in twenty
0: thirty six. I'm afraid to open this. No. <laughs> Why?
2: Um
0: It's a very accurate He does look like an offensive line coach.
2: And then I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you guys round one of the USFL draft. As oh, board material. I love it. Have you guys seen I this yet? Play.
0: Yes, it's amazing.
2: Yes, just all to... quarterbacks. Number one to the Michigan Panthers, a Michigan proud Shea Patterson. Number two to the I don't even know who these teams are. Who are the band where are the bandits from then? Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. I don't know either. The Sorry. bandits took Jordan Tamu at number two. The Stars took Brian Scott at number three. I don't know who that is. The Generals took Ben Holmes at number four. I also don't know who that is. The Gamblers took North the Pride of Northwestern Clayton Thorson at number five. The Stallions took Alex McGough. Also don't know who that is.
0: A little Scottish there at the end, but gosh,
2: Scottish. It must be. I love this. Kyle Liletta to the Maulers is gonna be a key for the for the show. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to support the Maulers, I think, so yes. far. And the breakers took Kyle Sloter at number eight. Oh man. It's just absolutely elite.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that was happening. And then I saw, like, the screen grab of those quarterbacks, and I'm like, I just, wow. Yeah, dude, that's
2: just. just... <laughs> uh, so, I was looking at the, co- the reason I don't know why these guys, where these guys went to school is because this guy, Brian Scott, went to Occidental. What? What was the name? Occidental. O C C I. It is a liberal arts college in Los Angeles.
0: I haven't... Like Apparently you said Luke accidental. Wilson and
2: Ben Affleck went there.
0: Okay. Occidental yeah. means relating to countries of the West.
2: And then Ben Holmes went to Tarleton State. Um, that is in Texas.
0: Okay. Wow. Um, if you yes. want to go to Occidental College's website, it's uh, www.oxy.edu.
2: Classic. Yep. Occidental. Yep. Uh, so apparently, Tarleton State has former Kentucky men's basketball coach Billy Gilles- Gillespie. Gillespie? Oh.
0: Is it like, spelled like Colin Gillespie?
2: There's, it's an I, and it's a double I, and there's no E. Oh. Oh, what? Yeah, the only, the only <laughs> E is the end. <laughs> I haven't seen that one before. No, neither have I.
0: Wait, why am I... Like, well, there's apparently a researcher named Tarleton Gillespie. It's really? all connected. He went to Cornell, so it's not
2: quite... Um, yeah, that was... That, that's pretty wild. Oh, did you guys see Kanye listed his beefs on Instagram? That seems
1: like a lot. How many uh, are here?
2: A lot. A lot of them. Have you guys seen this? No. Uh, I'm just going to run through them real quick. They're... Taylor Swift, Nike, Kim K, his cousin, Wiz Khalifa, Jay-Z, Kid Cudi, Billy Eilish, Peppa Pig, Pete Davidson, Drake, Ray J, Justin Timberlake, Jimmy Kimmel, South Park. <laughs> i still so mad about the South Park thing? Oh no. Ed Mao5, Beyonce, Bruno Mars, J. Cole, Travis Scott, Harriet Tubman, Louis Vuitton, the CEO of Zappos, Evil Knievel, Dennis Haysbert, Amber Rose, MTV, back George Bush Jr. <laughs> The ADL, TMZ, the American Music Awards, 50 Cent, and Kris Jenner.
0: It's so much to unpack there.
2: And then he said, come on, guys, the list is twice as long. you got to put Apple, Spotify, Vivendi, Universal, Lucian, Grange, TikTok, Black History Month, Obama, the whole cast of SNL, Hillary Clinton, Corey Gamble, Bezos, Charlemagne, Disney, Liberals, and, of course, Skeet, and any and all corny shit in general. Wow. Yeah. So that's oh, wow. so Kanye's beefs. I think Peppa Pig, South Park are definitely highlights out of that. George Bush Jr. is a classic. I a, dude.
0: I mean, there are so many things there, but for a while there I thought it was like Kanye, you know, he I think he released a new album today on like his own weird streaming device that I don't understand what it is. But so I was like, oh, you know, I saw like some of this stuff, not that specific post, but I was like, oh, he's promoting everything. And when you were reading that, I'm like, oh, okay, he's just trying to start, you know, controversy. And then you threw the name Harriet Tubman out there, and I was like, whoa, we're going <laughs> on entirely. How can you possibly have beef
2: with Harriet Tubman? What? I, dude, I think she I lived quite a long time ago. I don't really know what she did to Kanye West. I <laughs> have, have beef with her. What? But, um, I don't know, man. I, that's... What about
1: Peppa Pig? I mean, what, what did he do? What did she do?
0: I vaguely remember something. I gotta look this up. I mean, it's obviously it's Pig, ridiculous. The like Peppa Pig
2: thing was apparently like the Peppa Pig something. Was someone was talking about how like Peppa Pig or there was something they brought. They compared Peppa Pig and Kanye and like the Peppa Pig Twitter account. Like brought like or like did something like retweeted it or something, and then Kanye was very upset.
0: Oh, it started because of the meme where, um, what was it Pitchfork rated Donda as a six out of 10, and it gave the Peppa Pig soundtrack a six and a half out of 10, which is also objectively hilarious.
2: That is
0: funny. Yeah, so apparently that started it. Oh, yeah, here's the whole list
2: George Bush Jr. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Um, And then I'm going to throw in a couple. So, Matthew Stafford this season, he's the second quarterback in Apple history with three game-winning drives in the postseason, has the highest quarterback rating in the NFL for the fourth quarter of one-score games, and has 14 passing touchdowns and zero interceptions in the fourth quarter of the season. So, just take that stat pad for it, guys.
0: Stat that? What's up? Are you gonna revolutionize the, the stat that phrase in those commercials that they're trying to make it a catchphrase, but it's not catchy. You know what I'm talking about? No idea. Okay, never mind.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I might. I'm gonna have to figure it out though. Yeah. Well, dude, did you? I love that the I love that Mahomes like quoted the the Stafford no look tweet with like the emoji like, you, dude like, that's just like the, that Stafford throw was just freaking. Stupid, dude. That's Just amazing. absolutely stupid. And then, so Joe Burrow was sacked 19 times in the playoffs. The old, the next <laughs> highest is 12. Oh. Poor Joe. <laughs> dude, like, dude, hurts. all of, like, ever, like, for any quarterback in a postseason in the last however long, like, dude, like, significantly higher. Yeah, On real fun. Yeah, so, you know what, dude, I'm a... Uh... It's draft season now, too. The Bolton board material is strong. Oh, how about this? One more. The top TV markets for the Super Bowl, Cincinnati was one, and then Detroit was two. <laughs> Above L.A.? Yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> My God.
2: Yeah. And uh, dude, L.A. wasn't even... A, L.A. wasn't, like... The top metered markets for the Super Bowl was Cincinnati and then Detroit, too, and then Pittsburgh, Columbus, Kansas City, Milwaukee, Cleveland, Boston, Philadelphia, Jacksonville. Wow. Dude, that's so I, – I, that's crazy that Detroit is just, like, still. Man. All right. That's – I think that's all I got for now. That was great. Well done, all around. Actually, one more. Oh yes. Les Snead showed up to the Super Bowl parade, and his shirt said "Fuck them picks." I love it. I love it. Lean That's into great. the meme. Yes. Look at look at the high
0: profile memes just getting some shine in the Super Bowl. You have fuck them picks, and the and the Jamar Chase Penny Sewell draft beam coming to life.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: Big time.
0: <clears throat> Top fives. Mine's really stupid. So someone else can go first. Or I can go first to make everybody else feel better because mine's really stupid.
1: Um, I may or may not have like two hopes cookies on uh, Monday? Monday, yeah. And you know I was the hopes cookies. You know I had to get no, no. ice cream sandwich. And there's only one correct answer. It's triple chocolate chip cookies and chocolate chip ice cream uh however i owe finn hoax cookies but i thought he wouldn't appreciate it if i bought them until i been sitting in my apartment for three weeks but however i thought he would appreciate it. top five Hope's cookies cookies excellent uh coming in at number five uh just a classic it's the go-to when they don't have triple chocolate It's a double fudge now what is the difference between double fudge and triple chocolate you may ask Triple chocolate has like some vanilla wafers, like some like, white like cookies in it, in addition to the double fudge cookie. Um, it's very fudgy, it's very chocolatey, it's classic, you um, must include in your order. Coming in number four, we're going to go to the classic sugar cookie with sprinkles. Uh, generally an underrated cookie, a very simple man. Um, usually they're well sprinkled there. You can run into a problem with sprinkle cookies if there's not some good distribution. Um, I'm also just realizing that is talking about this you know, this conversation extremely bizarre if anyone's overhearing me this point. um but yeah sugar cookies are number four going in at number three (sighs) these cookies are really good but only sometimes M&M's if you have an M&M cookie with some solid distribution you have just enough bleeding of the colors in the cookie wonderful but if you only have like a weird amount it looks strange not as good always will be the little brother of the chocolate chip Coming in at number two. This is a tough one for me. And I really didn't know what to do here because you have the classic and you have the uh, the rogue like Titan champion. Uh, coming in number two, just classic chocolate chip. Uh, they're delicious. They're amazing. However, they will never stand a chance against my favorite triple chocolate, a double fudge cookie with some random vanilla cookies floating inside a cookie. How much better could you get at hopes Cookies? And you have a cookie floating inside another cookie. Uh, it's like the the perfect balance of the vanilla and the chocolate. Um, if Hopes Cookies had a jelly filled cookie, this would really, really, really mess up my rankings. Uh, some other ones that made the honorable mentions but did not make the picks because I just don't think they ever have them. Apparently, they have a lemon cooler one, a white chocolate cranberry, and then also uh, almond joy. I have not seen any of those, but if I were to try them, I think they might crack the power. That is my top five hopes cookies because I oh Finn cookies.
0: That was a great top five. Not only for what it represents, the fact that I will get future cookies, but also I don't know if I would have the same order, but you got pretty much all the ones that I enjoy from there. So great job, Sean.
1: Thank you not including the peanut butter cookies, so I just don't like them. Um, but other than that, I think we really we touched all the bases here. Nice.
0: I didn't even mention it when we did the Super Bowl um, recap. Um, Colin and I picked the Rams. Sean picked the Bengals. Didn't really change much because, you know, it's only one game there. But we had the added bonus of the prop bets for the potential to – for either one of them to overtake me. Um, I ended up getting the most right in that, too. I didn't calculate the numbers out. So I have won the Hope's Ice Cream Cookie Sandwiches, the greatest honor of my life, and I look forward to casting them in at a time to be determined later. And I'm going to segue out of that with the dumbest top five in the history of the show. So... I was trying to think of what to do for a top five. Hadn't really come up with anything. Usually get inspiration from looking through the Twitter feed that I get little wheedles and bolts of board material from. Nothing happened today. But then I remembered something that happened at work yesterday. So I've been trying to name my fantasy football team. I've mentioned it a couple times in this. They call it the insane super league where it's just a fantasy football to the nth degree. And so the team names are ridiculous. It's not going to be your normal like, uh, player pun. I think there's a couple like that. But people are just naming them ra- basically chains of random words that they think are funny. And so I've been trying to come up with one. And yesterday it happened while I was making an Excel sheet. And I typed in San Diego. And I was continuing to type in cities afterwards. And for whatever reason, Excel decided, hey, you typed in San Diego. So I'm just going to follow up every other city you type in here and slap on Diego afterwards. And that's the name of the city, right? So I'm going to go with the top five Diegos. <laughs> get there. The top five Diegos from this Excel sheet at work yesterday, ending with number one, the, the name of my fantasy football team. Uh, coming in at number five, we have St. Louis Diego. I like the fact with this one that um, you can start off with it sounding regal, you know, saint images of religion, but it's just ending up with uh, maybe it's a saint named Luis Diego. Who knows? That's number five. Uh, number four is going to be Washington, D.C. Diego. That sounds like a, a TV show. I, I don't know what genre of TV show that would be. That could be like a cop show. DC Diego, I don't know, but it, there's definitely potential in there for some branding. Maybe put that on a hat or something like that.
1: It reminded me of a, like a weird, like Lions defensive coordinator.
0: DC Diego sounds like yeah. That sounds like a Madden create a player name. Yeah, yeah, create a coach, something like that. Yeah, there, there's something there, Sean. That's that's a good one right there. Uh, coming in at number three, we have San Francisco Diego juxtaposition of two sands in California gotta love it could be another uh, guy named Francisco Diego who knows uh, number two this was an abbreviation of Seattle and it cut it off to SEA so we have C Diego that sounds like a great like surf shop or
1: something like that in San Diego
0: I know Sean you've been there so would, would uh-huh. you think C Diego would fit down there
1: I do. I think it would really work well. But I also like to mention that we made fun of my mom for months on end, even still now, because she was calling it San Diego, like <laughs> Sand and, but to see beaches there. So I feel like this fits in well with that com. This this that could've cracked the top five, San Diego.
0: San Diego would have also that 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 is a good one right there. Yeah. And coming in at number one, the name of my fantasy football team, Tuscaloosa Diego, World well, Diego. Thus ends the stupidest top five in the history of the show. There you go.
1: Yeah, Finn, that was bad enough it, it deserves some credit. Great
2: job. <laughs> that was unreal, Finn. Don't let the haters tell you different.
0: They they told me that I could never talk about Tuscaloosa, D8, t- <laughs> Tuscaloosa Diego at the NBA All-Star Game. So thank you, Colin, for... Uh, Pumping me up there.
2: You're welcome. I'm actually I'm gonna go with a uh I could do something serious, but I'm actually gonna go with a uh one of the few things I've gained from living in the cities thus far, which is
0: oh yeah knowledge
2: of the best happy hours in my immediate vicinity. Ooh. So we're gonna go through a little uh little description here. So you know, it's as one does when you're drinking and going for beers after work you got to find the cheap spots when you're broke like us so we've been looking in the, the immediate vicinity we've kind of narrowed down some of these happy hours so i think at at, at number 5 i've only been here once in terms of price it can beat it's called big bar now big bar is actually very small it's incredibly small it's very it's tiny one of the tiniest bars I've ever been in, probably the tiniest bar I've ever been in. Um, very, very small. Bartender was this interesting man. He was, he, we, me and Alex sat in a table, and he was like, I "Hope you guys aren't on a date. That table's cursed." It's like, oh, oh, oh no. So apparently that table is is the table of death. You do not want to be in that in that table. And now Alec wants to take a date there to break the curse. So
0: wait, that that. <laughs> How does that make sense? It's
2: <laughs> a good question. I'm not. I'm not quite sure, he, but I think he's gonna do it.
0: Is he there? Can, can you pull him in?
2: <laughs> can I get a live, live update? He's actually not here. Unfortunately, he's in Florida. Ah, but, oh, but, that's yeah. right. That's right. Ah, damn it, Alec. But there I we know that would have been key if, if we could have pulled him in for that. Because I, I still don't fully. I'm not fully privy to the logic, but um, yes, it was it was a And then at number four. We have well, this is kind of the beginning of the animal ones. Um, what the black ant? Oh, they have a pretty solid happy hour. They have a big ant on the wall. A little too expensive for my tastes normally.
0: The but ant? during happy
2: hour, the ant is a, is, a, is, a, is a wee bit expensive. During happy hour, their margaritas are reasonably priced. So you know, it's a, it's a nice Mexican place. At number three, I think we got to go with. Actually, Finn has been to this bar. The Copper Still. Yes. We, yes, we went to this bar the uh, last time he was in town a couple times ago. and we, we Just kind of walked in. And it actually ends up having a great happy hour. You can get chicken sliders for $3 a piece. Okay. They are hot honey chicken sliders. Hot honey, not not actually that good. But I think I'm going to start bringing in Chick-fil-A sauce and just saucing it myself. Because um, that would make it absolutely spectacular. And then you know you got your six dollar beers, you got your uh, your your six dollar wells. You got you got some good stuff uh, going on at at the at the uh, at the copper still. And then Coopers is number two. Coopers is another Irish type joint. And you got your your ten dollar cocktails. Me and Jackie were there the other night for trivia, um, which we lost in horribly just got beat down just just depressing so i will say the trivia is very competitive so if you're not a trivia buff i don't know if i would go or i don't know if i'd go for trivia night but uh great happy hours nice people you know doing a nice job and then number one isn't even a happy hour it's just one dollar pizza in the bottom of my apartment that i get every day because every day it's pizza happy hour
1: you know, groundbreaking.
2: That's that it, right there. Yes, I turned into Sean for a minute there. Just went with a non-tot, with a non-fry with a tot at number one. But
0: I,
1: I, ruffling
2: feathers.
0: You can. St- I mean, it's not a traditional happy hour, but it's your own personal happy hour. Like an onion ring is blatantly not a fry. I
1: mean, why didn't Costco make the top five?
2: Five Oh man, that's that's true. I guess that is it is my happy, more like happy five minutes. But it is my happy five minutes.
1: More importantly, it's making me realize how little I've been in the city in the past three weeks. Being now, to now, getting one pizza one, every one, day, yet yeah, to figure that out.
0: How how good is the one dollar pizza?
3: Uh serviceable. Good. It is serviceable. Yeah, it is not like. You know, like, that's the thing, Finn. It's, um, is it great? No. But it does what I need it to do. I love it.
1: Now, do you have, like, other food with $1 pizza? Or is it just $1 pizza and then you just don't eat?
3: I'm sorry, say that again.
1: Do you have, like, other food with $1 pizza? Or is it just $1 pizza and that's all?
3: One dollar pizza, baby. I mean, it's usually not like a, it's not like my meal. It's just like a.
1: Snack?
3: Yeah, yeah, or like just like a supplemental meal. Um, (laughs) Is that not a snack? (laughs) A a, a supplemental meal? A supplemental meal to me is a little more than a snack. It's in between a snack and a meal. You know, it's not a full meal, but it's not like, you know, some goldfish or something. It's a.
0: it's like an auxiliary meal. Sean, am I? Am I am I alone in my confusion here and how this is not a snack?
1: I mean, I get made fun of for double dinner all the time and double lunch. So, I'm purport, I'm I'm a supporter of the supplemental meal. Okay, right. it's another way to get away with eating something and just it's not a snack. Um I'm a, I'm on the train count. Tomorrow I will get a supplemental meal. I'll let you know what it is. Supplemental meal. I'm on board. Why is the phone ring?
0: Somebody calling in to, to say that supplemental meal is an You're, official I, term in Webster's Dictionary now.
1: I, I guess so. It clearly upsets someone who just decided to call. Not me, but someone next to me who's uh, not here, and I'm not answering. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. All I'm right. busy discussing supplemental meals. Of course. have
1: to. Um, <laughs> little
0: <laughs> wheels. I have a couple here. Uh, first one, actually, probably should have included this with the Super Bowl talk here because it comes from the Super Bowl. It's Bengals Corner, Vernon Hargraves. Or maybe former Bengals corner Vernon Hargraves, because he was not playing in this game. He was wearing a hoodie, and he decided to run onto the field to celebrate with the Bengals after an interception, and got the team a penalty. At least he's a, at least he's a high draft pick, so he shouldn't get cut um, for that. <laughs> Although I guess he wasn't a high draft pick for that team, so yes, he's on team like number three or four right now. I, I'm with you, like for a while there. Um, oh, oh, oh! I remember I was going to bring up earlier, Colin. Did you see the second round of USFL quarterbacks drafted? No. Oh, you need to see that. So there's probably a, even better than the first round. There's a, there's a surprise challenger at the end that you would not expect would be the last one drafted. All right. Yeah, we're, take, we're doing a tangent here. Hang on. USFL quarterbacks. Sorry for the, the interlude here. Somebody else can go with a, a little wheedle here while I'm looking for this. now determined to find it.
3: So I can, I can, I can, I mean um, I, yeah, I don't know what to say about the Stafford and woman falling off the stage at the parade. Um, definitely not my the best look from Stafford to, to see the woman fall off the stage and then just kind of like turn. Do I think it's possible he was going to walk off the stairs on the stage and, and see what happens? Yes. Do I think he was also possibly a fifth of tequila deep and just not comprehending what was going on? Also yes. Giving him the benefit of the doubt because he's a good guy. But then, I'm giving everyone in this situation a little weasel. Obviously sucks for that lady like not a terrible thing to happen to her to fall off a stage at a Super Bowl parade and like break your spine or whatever but then the Twitter accounts and, and everyone finding this woman's Twitter and then like her also being like a horrific racist is also definitely like a tough look so Everyone in this situation, I'm, I'm giving a little weedle to, except for Kelly Stafford, because she was just, like, the one who, like, ran over to help this woman when she fell off the, the stage at the parade. But everyone else in the situation, you get a little weedle, so so you better shape up a little bit, because I'm not liking what I'm seeing. But, um... Yeah, that's, that's basically my take on that situation, is that everyone is a little weedle, except for, for Kelly Stafford. But I think that, you know what, you know what, it's... I, I don't I'm not gonna be one of those guys who's like, Oh Stafford's a terrible human being because like we saw like five seconds of a video clip of him like not immediately sprinting to like jumping off a stage to help someone he's trash on Don Julio. So I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, but also there's this guy who did like a little piece about it. Um This is he so this is actually a Lions writer who who passed away. Rest in peace, Neil. But he uh, he did this. <laughs> Which one is real? Which one is Stafford? The answer, as much as people don't like to hear it, because people don't like complicated things, is that he's both. Both things are true. What can I say? People are complicated, man. The same person that breaks your heart day after day can make you see Jesus and vice versa. Stafford is a frat boy dick, comfortable wearing his backwards baseball cap and drinking natty ice while he and his bros hogtie a nerd in the basement and throw darts at his naked ass. But Stafford is also the dude with something deep and terrifying in his heart an inner drive that makes him stubbornly refuse to die even when his limbs are getting shocked off. He would lead a battalion charge into hell. He's that guy, too. Yeah. Wow. So
1: yes. Lion, Lions beat writers. Something else. Something,
3: dude, Lions beat writers are, are absolutely – I'm telling you, bro. Lions beat writers are elite. Lions Reddit is elite. There's a, a – It's it's an elite – It's an elite subsection of people.
0: For sure. All right, I have found the second round of quarterbacks drafted in the USFL draft. Now I'm going to blaze through these first seven names pretty quickly here. And I just want you to keep in mind, just in the back of your head, like these names. You don't have to remember exactly who they are, but it just makes... The surprise of the last name that much better. All right, here we go. Zach Smith, Josh Love. I wonder if there's any relation to Jordan. I'm not sure. Just think on the top of my head. Jamar Davis Smith, Kenji Bahar, DeAndre Johnson, Case Cookis. That's a great name. Brady White, and the last quarterback taken out of all of these guys. It's Paxton Lynch. Oh, my God. Freaking Paxton Lynch, dude. First-round pick was the 16th quarterback taken. He's going to dude. back up Shea Patterson for the Michigan Panthers. That's so brutal. Case Cookis with two picks before him. I don't know anything about Case Cookies, but that is just a phenomenal fact that Paxton Lynch went 16th in the USFL draft for quarterbacks. Phenomenal. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I had one more low wheel here. I don't even know if it's a low wheel, because it's not like you go to skip Bayless for good takes. You just got to admire for how long he's committed (laughs) to the (laughs) hating LeBron at all costs bit. It's pretty funny. Uh, This is after he made the game-winning shot in the All-Star game. LeBron just made an asterisk walk-off shot. Didn't really count as a walk-off because of the weird format. His first team to 163. His team was already ahead 161 to 160 when he made a fadeaway. But it did provide an exclamation point for a qu- pretty quiet night in LeBron's return to Cleveland. I would also like to mention that about 95% of this message is in parentheses, which is incredible when you just have like five words be your message and then have an entire paragraph in parentheses. But Skip Bayless it's never changed. I want another video of you uh, seamlessly arguing with yourself. Then Colin showed me the video he's Aaron Rodgers E R R A <laughs> N T all time video dude this the skip yeah the skip video of him arguing with himself about Aaron Rodgers
3: is just an, one of the great one of the greatest contributions to mankind that anyone's made
0: i think it's seamless like it it legitimately like i would if you told me that was two people like i'd be like oh, of course it was like why would that ever be one person it's so I, I, flows so well Dude, I, I
3: think I think we need a, a quick I think we need to play it very quickly. Yes. We have, we have new listeners, so Yes. It's 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 the Oh God.
1: Aaron Rodgers is historically, transcendentally, specially great. No
3: Right now. He's also the most overhyped quarterback in the history of football. That is the statement okay. ever made in the history of the show. Okay. So it's it's Aaron Bleep and Rogers. He's Aaron Rodgers. E-R-R-A-N-T Rogers. Here's what you won't have an answer for. The play of the game and the play of the year and the play of this century. That was special. There was nothing special about
2: this play.
0: Yes, <laughs> all time video.
3: Oh, one the, that is such a. I'm so glad that I just watched that again. That was such an amazing video. Thank you for playing it. God, and it's a it, dude so seamless. Like you literally can't tell that. Oh my god, that's awesome.
0: Anything else?
3: Um trying to think of other little weedles. I feel like I had more, but I'm not sure if I remember. Oh, I have a little weedle. Everyone that's crying about wordle is a is a freaking is a little weedle, weedle, bro. It's the same word list. Like it's literally the same word list. Like I don't want I don't want to hear crying when like some of those words from before bro, they're like Ridiculous garbage from before, like, like they changed the word because it was gonna be too hard for everyone. Like, come on, man, I'm, it, it, give me a break. Don't don't go crying on on the the interwebs because you're saying that they made Wordle too. Like, they made Wordle harder when they, it's just objectively wrong. Like, that's just not true. God, freaking word. Tape her with an eye, like an animal, like an ant ear looking thing. And Rebus, which is some sort of word puzzle, where were wordle answers before the NY Times bought it. So I, d- I don't want to hear it. I want to hear it from these people.
0: Yeah, and Phil Mickelson. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Phil Mickelson. You know. That is... Oh,
3: bro. Yeah, and now he's not even sponsored by KPMG, dude. Dude, if I'm telling you, if I were working at KPMG right now in busy season, just being crushed by workload, and then you lose Phil Mickelson...
0: I would just quit I don't know what else there is to work for anymore yeah that'd be brutal that the the Saudi League dissolved right it's not gonna happen it's not a real yeah it's not gonna be a thing like they're not
3: gonna get anyone yeah. legitimate I don't think
0: yeah uh, back to what you said about wordle there when you said word list I heard that as one word and I thought you were calling the guy that created wordle the word list. And I think that's what no, he should be called great. from now on. I, dude, 100% that's what he should, should be called. Absolutely. Yes. Wordle. I think his last name is like Wardle. So he's Wardle the Wordlist. Oh, I love it. Sean, you, are you a Wordle guy?
1: I figured out what Wordle was when it sold for just under mm-hmm. a billion dollars. But no, I've never played Wordle. But I have a feeling <laughs> I do not think
0: I I think I think you would be just fine playing Wordle.
1: Are you fine enough hours in the day to play Wordlefin? We're in a good place. Yeah.
0: Fair enough. Alright, I
1: was trying to make you very complicated graphic cell and I gave up and I started hard coding it.
0: Oh no. Yes.
1: That's always That's the night we're at attitude.
0: Attitude. Um, speaking of attitude, real quick, uh, how we're feeling about the Providence matchup next week?
1: Uh, I feel a lot better if we won against UConn.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair. We're, we're not going to get over the UConn game until the next game or until we no. play UConn again.
1: Definitely, uh, definitely a huge game. And, yeah, we to be able to bounce back.
0: Oh, I, I, I forgot to, to mention it early on. I, I know I sent a text last night when Chris Arch decided to drive to the basket. I so many emotions of just like confusion, excitement. Maybe he's going to pull it off, and then he got blocked into the next millennium by Sonogo. Obviously, you don't want to see anybody in your team getting blocked. But am I alone and thinking that was objectively hilarious? It was expected. That's a a better word for it. It was expected. Yeah. All right, that's all I have. Anything else from you guys? I
1: think it's pretty much all it goes well. Um, Yeah.
0: Colin? Yeah, that's all I got, I think. All right, sounds good. Thank you all for listening. We will be back with some draft-related content, some free agency content, Um, ready to talk about a whole lot of reports and what else goes on during draft season, and excited to talk about it.
1: Yes, we are. I think yeah all right right. well great to have a great day everyone folks uh go cats